Hello there, folks. This is Dalton, and welcome to a Matter of Perception podcast. My next guest is going to be Anna Lee Spencer. She is one of the funniest people that I know. She's also one of the easiest to talk to, and she is also an amazing Dave and Buster's date. So if you ever get the chance, take that girl out there. I promise you will have a fun time. Uh, we're going to sit down. We're going to talk about a lot of things. We've actually talked for uh, about four hours uh, in this one setting, but I'm going to split it up into part one and part two. So welcome to part one of our talks. You're going to hear some stories about Japanese subway stations. You're going to hear some stories about New York, peeing in public places, the movies that we're going to talk about, the Titanic, the ring, Sixth Sense. We're going to end it with talking about Tinder dates and uh, bad kissers. So this conversation... <laughs> goes everywhere. I really enjoyed it. Anna is one of my favorite people. I actually met her. She is my ex-girlfriend's best friend. She's uh, come on to our Bachelor podcast that we do, Bachelor and Chill, uh, a few times as well. So Anna has, whether she likes to or not, been a big part of my life for the last uh, couple of years. So it was an honor for her to come and sit down and talk with me on my podcast. I really enjoyed it. I had a blast getting to know her further. I hope that you will sit down and enjoy this conversation as well. Anna, you were just talking to me about Japan. You said you had a great Japan story, so let's start there. Yeah, well, it's it's more of a, a Marta story and coming back here, you know, compared to Japan. But in Japan, everybody is very quiet and and very respectful there are a lot of rules and then on their trains they pack you in like sardines and yeah i've seen the videos yeah everybody's seen the videos but it's hard to believe that that's every single day like every morning and every night this is how the trains are is it is it every stop as well i, I you might not be able to know that i guess but like is it you know does, does the rain it's does rush the hour this is rush hour for them okay because gotcha. they don't drive a lot so during rush hour, like w what our normal rush hour would be, like in the mornings and the evenings, is how the trains are in the mornings and the evenings is when everybody is packed on. So you have like, you know, people coming out of the trains, like trying to push their way in. And as the doors close, it literally shoves them in there until they're like squished in the train. Are, are they like helping each other? Like, yeah, pull, are like they trying to pull each other like into No, get... not necessarily. They just like really push. And when you think it's completely full, one more person's like, eh, I'm going to fit in. And they like <laughs> shove themselves in. It's insane. Oh my gosh. And my first time being in the train when that happened, I was like in shock uh, that it happened. But yeah, no, it's, it's very orderly. But I went on MARTA just like yesterday, the day before, and I was riding to school and it was pretty packed. Definitely nothing like Japan because mm -hmm. there is nothing like that. <laughs> sure. um, but I was on it and it was packed and there were these two people that were talking so, so loudly next to me about things that definitely did not need to be talked about in public. Wow. W and were they, what were they, like sexual things? Yeah, like sexual things okay. and like talking about like sexual favors and like money being exchanged and mm -hmm. just like. Between them themselves? No, no. I, I think they might have been a couple. It was okay. hard to tell. But then he was talking about like $5 BJs and like, <laughs> I don't wow, know. That's I was just like. Pretty cheap. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I so know. I, I would imagine. I don't. <laughs> I don't really know, but I, I feel like it should well, be a little more than that. Well, that's the point of the story, I think. Is that? Gotcha. Yeah, that like this girl. He was like, "Oh man, I just didn't even like. I wasn't even attracted to her anymore because she was only gonna, you know, charge me five dollars." <laughs> and I was like, "You get what you pay for, I guess." And then this is also at like three thirty in the afternoon. Wow, okay, that's and perfect time to talk about five dollar <laughs> yeah. BJs. 
And he's like, oh, man, I got I got to go to the bathroom. And he starts walking towards the door. We're in like that little section right be, right next to the doors between the trains. Mm-hmm. And the girl was like, oh, I didn't know there was a there was a bathroom on the train. He was like, yeah, right in here. And then he like opens the door and he's like, oh, I'm going to make it a bathroom. And he peed in between the trains while it's moving. Well, yeah. And I was just like <laughs> horrified. Because I'm standing right in front of the door. Like, he had to, he was, like, pushing me against the wall trying to open the door that I'm, like, standing next to, and I can't move. Oh, right, and it's, it's so pretty cool. packed right now. Yeah, I, it's really packed. I, I, in my head, I, I know you said that, but in my head I was seeing one that was more spaced out. But, wow, it's packed, and no, he's doing this. it's packed, and he's like, I got to pee. And so he goes in there, he goes pee, and I just hear from behind me, stop watching me, stop, stop, you just turn yourself around. Just stop watching me. Let me do my business and stop watching me. <laughs> And so I, I'm assuming the people in the other train are turning around like, what is happening? Right, yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like determinedly trying to like face forward but also look like I'm uninterested so that when I like get off the train, they're not like, oh, man, that girl next to us, that was so funny. Yeah. I'm like, no, you didn't want to give them <laughs> that satisfaction. But, yeah, and then he comes out and he's like, man, that, that Heineken, it had to get out somehow. <laughs> I was like. Um, but, yeah, again, 3.30 in the afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that's three thirty in the afternoon on Mardo. Where were you in Atlanta? It, yes, I was on my way to school. What station like were you going to? On the way to Five Points. Oh okay. Yeah. 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 Um, so that was nice, which just made me really miss the Tokyo trains, where everything is so clean there. Like, uh, you could probably lick one of the uh, poles that you hold on to and like be totally fine. Whereas like here, you don't want to touch anything because no, it's so yeah. dirty. So you notice the differences between them like more and more when you're here versus there and yeah it's just yeah wow that's interesting so um so it's really clean over there in the subways is it is it like that across the whole city yes it's so clean everything is clean and everything is really really safe like you see six-year-olds walking to school by themselves wow and all the kids have different colored hats depending on what school or class they're in okay so like if i guess if they got lost you could be like ah, you go that way you know, with your little, like, red cap or your yellow cap or pink cap or whatever. Um, but it's extremely safe. Like, if I, you know, went somewhere to eat and I left my laptop at the table and my backpack at the table, I could get up and go to the bathroom and not even worry about it. Um, yeah, it's definitely not like that here. No. Oh, my gosh. It's I wonder, like... Do you know why that is? Uh, I don't know. They just don't have crime. They're just very... I, I don't I don't know what it is I don't know if it's like upbringing or yeah. you know culture I don't know but there um, it's like the s- safest place to go. Isn't it? Um, well, I know that I I believe Great Britain's like this where you you can't like guns aren't allowed you can you can have a knife but I think even at that point it has to be a certain length. Yeah. Is it like right. that in in Japan? I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. Yeah. I, 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 I didn't know if that would. That. I can guess and my guess would be that there are no guns but uh i don't know that for sure wow what do the police do i don't know i mean did there's I other crimes see police? Sure. <laughs> I don't know. Did, did you not see police well, how long were you there i was there for two weeks two weeks yeah wow and you're visiting your brother right yes did yeah. you take anybody with you my cousin okay yeah cool. we travel a lot together we're really good travel companions so we went together and stayed with my brother and just like explored we went to disney a couple of times and we went to universal so those are like our very touristy things to do. Yeah, of course. Um, so they have a, a Disney, like a Disney World. Disneyland uh, Disneyland and Disney Sea. 
Disney Sea. And at uh, after six, it's like four thousand yen, which is our like thirty seven dollars. Okay. Uh, so we got like four hours there for like thirty seven dollars. Wow. Um, so yeah, that was a lot of fun. That's amazing. <laughs> so it's like roughly ten dollars for a thousand yen, or, or or like a yeah, one, that's, $1 that's pretty $100. much how I would how I would calculate it. So wow. Like a thousand yen is ten dollars, two thousand is. Uh, Twenty dollars, but it's like a little bit less. So, so. what are the? Do you, what so I you always mean? felt like I was saving money. If they were like two thousand yen, I'm like, oh, that's like twenty dollars, but really, it's like seventeen, eighteen dollars. <laughs> wow, um, I've never uh, been in a situation where I had to spend like other currency. I guess I've always, like even when I go overseas, it's been like Jamaica, and they take U.S. dollars. So um, that's. Th- did you carry around bills? Like, yeah. did you have to go to a currency exchange when you got to the Seven Eleven is huge there. Seven Eleven. Seven Eleven. That's where you pay your taxes and your bills, and like, wow. it's it's a big deal. Home there. big There's gold. a Seven Eleven everywhere. Like it's the gas like, station. Yes, and but it's your, not a gas station. It's just uh, a convenience store. Okay. okay. Um, but I mean, there it's like Starbucks. It's on every corner. There are like Seven Elevens across from each other in some places. It's <laughs> insane. That's where I got breakfast every day. Actually, I got most of my meals at Seven Eleven. Because uh, you know, again, yeah. uh, we were talking about this earlier. Is that being vegetarian is is really hard in Japan because they just don't have vegetarians there really so whenever you go places you don't have you know they don't list vegetarian options so it's like rare to find that um and then same with peanut allergies or any allergy because they don't really have allergies there yeah which screwed again i don't know how that works uh, they're well, a superior race. <laughs> from everything you're telling me, it seems like they've got it figured out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if we could all be a little more like the Japanese, I think everybody should go visit there and try to be allergy-free and, uh, you know, not steal things. Are you uh, an anime fan at all? Uh, I've watched all of the Avatar Last Airbender episodes multiple Excellent. times. What about Korra? Legend of Korra. I never finished that. Oh, I, uh, I have... I have uh, all seasons here. I just need to. I need. I need to find them. They're boxed up somewhere. Oh really? Uh, I've watched them like three or four times over. Yeah. Yeah. I. I think I got through like half of the second season. I think it was one of those things where I missed an episode and then I missed another episode yeah. and then I just never Wonderful. caught up on it. But I loved the Avatar episodes. Well, those were great. Legend of Korra is isn't as good as 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 Aang. Uh, Aang's story for sure. Yeah. But it's still it's still great and it's more Avatar world, you know? And and it takes it to like the 1920s era. It's where they have they yeah. have motor vehicles and, and things, but they're like they look like the vehicles we had like in the 20s and 30s. I really loved it. Um I'll see if I can find it before we leave and you can borrow it if you want it. Yeah, no, that would be awesome. Cool. I would but, definitely watch it. So Avatar the Last Airbender though, uh, um what did you think about that? Oh, I love it. It's, it's so good. Yeah. It's so amazing. I mean, that's probably one of my favorite tv shows mine too it's supposed to be a kids show it's you know whatever sure. but it's so good we quote it in my family my entire family loves it really my brother got us into it actually who does really enjoy anime is this the one who went to japan yes and that's oh, how he got perfect. into like the japanese culture is watching so much anime right. and before he even moved there he could understand japanese mm-hmm. like we went on a on one of the ferries once he lived in new york before mm-hmm. uh being in tokyo and when we were taking one of the ferries across the whatever body of water <laughs> is in new york <laughs> a oh bay? oh in new york oh um uh is that a bay yeah the hudson river bay hudson river there the hudson river would it be a river 
Yes. Right? Uh, well, there's the Hudson River. I, I lived in New York. <laughs> this is embarrassing. I think there's. I never really thought about the rivers, to be honest. But the, I, I know there's the Hudson. It's the Hudson because that's where the the Sully, the um, the Tom Hanks movie, the pilot, he yeah, landed on the Hudson. Yeah. Um, that's on the east side. Is that what, what we're talking about? I don't know. We were going from like Manhattan to Brooklyn, I think. Then that's the east side. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. cool. So you're crossing over the Hudson. Uh, yeah. Quick correction here. This is Dalton. Um, yeah, man, you're talking about the East River. Uh, the East River would be on the east side of Manhattan Island. You dummy. We were yes, we were crossing a body of water on totally a ferry. You, just keep talking. <laughs> I'm gonna look it up. Sure, sure. Um, and there was a Japanese couple that was like standing right next to us, and my brother got a little closer, and he started translating, and he had just learned all this just through watching Japanese anime, like with you know, the actual Japanese anime rather than the ones that are, you know, in English. Um, right, but so he didn't listen to any dubs. He, he watched it with subtitles on? Yes. That's cool. And he learned yeah. Japanese that way. He learned it, yeah. I, he I couldn't speak it, but he could understand it. Sure, And yeah. so he moved there, and now he's, like, actually learning how to speak and write in Japanese. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> That's incredible. So, and he was able to help them out, and they found where they needed to go? Oh no, they weren't. They weren't asking us. They were like having their own private conversation, oh, thinking okay, okay. nobody could understand. And my brother was like discreetly, like they're talking about, you know, whatever. Oh, uh, okay, sorry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I when I lived in New York, every time someone who was uh, like a foreigner would come up to me, it was because they needed directions. But it was really cool because after a couple months of living there, I really felt like a local because I finally got the subways down. I knew where everything was. Obviously, didn't know which river was which, but. Um, I I remember the first time when this couple came up to me and they they seemed like Dutch like um you know like they were from the Netherlands or, or, or area or something and they came up and they they asked me for directions to um I think like 68th and 2nd or something and it's a grid system so it's really yeah. simple to know anyway but um we were in Times Square so we were on like 47 42nd and 6th and uh, I knew, I knew, how, I, I knew. I was like, you go up here, you know, follow, go, go down here, take this train, go up there, and then get out, and then you're gonna go two blocks, you know, west, and then you're there. And I, just, I've, and they were like, thank you so much, thank you. And when they left, I, I like turned around to my friends, and I was like, I was like, I'm a real New Yorker. It's amazing. <laughs> I like, made it. Yeah. <laughs> One time, uh, I was there when the Yankees won the World Series in 2009, and I watched every game they won. They beat the Phillies in five games, and I watched every game in Times Square and on the big jumbotron with like. 100,000 other New Yorkers. I could probably, that's probably hyperbole, but it, there was thousands for sure, and it was packed. And um, and I remember this uh, lady who was like a radio, um, she was like a, a host for like a radio show. She came up and she interviewed me asking me, uh, she asked me a question like, what is it, how does it feel to win the series for the first time since, I think it ha hadn't been since like 2001. It's the first time in almost a decade. And then like, I, I, again, I like look around at my friends. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm being interviewed. Like, I, like I live here, and I do live here, <laughs> you know, but I'm not, like, from here, so it, this is kind of, like, surreal to me. And um, that was just – it was a really cool feeling. Why did you live in New York? Uh, I went, didn't know this. Yeah. Um, I went for uh, school out of uh, – for freshman year. Oh, cool. Where? Mm. Uh, it's called the King's College. It was okay. – it's, it's ironic because – I only it, know Columbia. That's in New York, right? Yeah. yeah. I went up there a couple <laughs> times. I went to school at the King's College, which was in um, – uh, right on 42nd Street – and it, oh wait, crap, no, 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 what street, yeah, it's 42nd Street, yeah, and, um, and we, uh, it was, it was in the basement of the Empire State Building, so oh. I was underground going to school in the tallest building, 
in, in, in Manhattan. It was, it was very ironic to me. They since moved down to, I think, the Soho area, so they don't, um, the school isn't there anymore in the Empire State Building. But yeah, I went. That's cool. Yeah, <laughs> and I lived like three blocks uh, north of that. So uh, every, every day I would wake up and I'd go up to the roof and I'd eat my breakfast and I'd just look at the Empire State Building because it would always be different. They put different colors up at the top. So there's like three different colors. So for like Christmas, it was it was like um, red, green, and like white. And for Halloween, it'd be um, like black, orange, and, and like more orange or something. Yeah. Um, so that was really cool to see. On July 4th, it was red, white, and blue. <laughs> so I anyway. love New York. Yeah. How many times have you gone? Uh, I mean, I don't know, three, three or four. Mm-hmm. Not a not a ton of times, but my brother lived there. F- for like four or five years so I visited him a few times I went up for a school trip and he lived there during that school trip it was a a theater thing in college Mm -hmm. uh, which was awesome because we only paid a hundred dollars for this trip like each of us paid a hundred dollars and that just kind of like put our name on the list yeah and that covered our flight there and back our hotel room which was like two to four blocks from Times Square uh, wow. And it was this really cool hotel room where each floor had a different theme. Yeah, a, a yeah. few of them were like that. Yeah, yeah, it was really cool. I don't even remember what theme I was on. But um, I think it was. I might be totally like combining. Because I did go on another trip. And now I'm starting to think maybe that other trip was themed. Uh, yeah, I'm totally wrong. Am I? I don't know. I'll have to chat <laughs> with friends. <laughs> well, my, when my mom, my mom came to visit me a couple times. And uh, when she came, one of the times she stayed at the Guggenheim uh, hotel, which is near the Guggenheim Museum, uh, which is down near like I think it's like near twentieth or twenty fifth or something, and uh, and that was like that where every room, every room and every floor was themed. Yeah, I'm I'm starting to think that I just heard that there was a themed hotel nearby, and I just put that into my memory. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I've also been in a themed hotel, so scratch that. We were not in a themed hotel, <laughs> okay. but we were close to a. Times Square, and it was for a hundred dollars. Like, for a hundred dollars, and they gave us uh, what was it? They gave us like eighty dollars back for food. So really, we paid you know such a small amount of money because they gave us our money back, um, or most of it. And then yeah, for like a food allowance, and yeah, it was oh, and we got two Broadway shows and an off Broadway. No way. It was insane. Oh, I will about, never get that deal let's again. Let's talk about Broadway shows. Which, but, but before we go, I just realized. Uh, the Empire Sibling was on 34th Street. I said 42nd. Times Square starts on 42nd. Wow, okay. I lived on 37th. So I was like right right in the middle <laughs> of those. So it was really cool. One time, me and my uh, roommate, we took Ambien. And we took two Ambien's each. And we went walking to uh, Times Square. <laughs> we wanted to see. Because we heard that if you uh, if you try to fight Ambien, that you, it gets really trippy. And so we and so that's what we did. We tried to fight it. And we walked, into, we walked up to Times Square about five blocks up and, and an avenue over. And... Uh, we get maybe five more minutes into Times Square, and all of a sudden the lights just start. Like, <laughs> they just start to like combine and they blur and they start whizzing by us. And <laughs> and and like and I'm, I I look over at him. I'm like I'm like hey man like are are you seeing this? And he's like you mean with the lights? And I'm like oh my okay good it's not just me. And he's like I'm getting real tired. And I'm like yeah me too. He's like we should head back. So we we made it back just in time because as soon as we got back and got back in the apartment, we just crashed on the couch next to each other. <laughs> uh, one of my one of my uh, more fond memories. I had a lot of fond memories from New York. 
Um, but yeah, that, that was that was one that was particular Times Square. But anyway, uh, as far as uh, Broadway shows, what did you see? We saw Fun Home, uh, which was really fun. That's that actually coming to Atlanta. Really? Well, I mean, it's not coming to Atlanta, but they're putting the show on in Atlanta mm. soonish. I don't know when. But is that um, Broadway or off Broadway? Fun Home was Broadway. Okay. Pretty sure. I think we. I think it was two Broadway and one off Broadway. Off Broadway, the off Broadway one is called Daddy Long Legs. I which I saw. I thought you saw that. Yeah. Really good. Ginger and I went and saw that um, a couple September's ago. Yeah, I I saw I, the same show, but like a couple nights. Was later. it the same performers? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That as that we saw. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that was that is one of my favorite shows. Oh, so good. I love when a show has minimal cast. Like this was just mm-hmm. one man, one woman, and and it was phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. So okay, so you saw that. Yes, yes. Yeah, what else? Um, yeah, Daddy Long Legs, Fun Home, and Noises Off, mm. I think. That's one with I've all the doors, <laughs> right? <laughs> I don't know. I haven't seen it. And I like to act. I've done theater. I've done plays, but I don't, like, study Talk them. about sardines a lot. <laughs> um, yeah, I think it was Noises Off. And, yeah, so those were the three that we saw. And mm. I've seen other Broadway shows there, too, and, like, other trips I went. Sure. I went with Kendra, who's one of my best friends and your ex-girlfriend, um, just, Hi, you Kendra, know, for the listening. other people. I'm I sure, know you knew that. I'm sure out of all of my episodes <laughs> that I have, she's going to listen to this one. So, hello. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Kendra. Shout out to Kendra. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for doing the Bachelor and Chill podcast with me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah. Yeah, we can get into Kendra Dirt later. Huh? <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, well, just let me know and I'll go ahead and uh, Yeah, air out her the... dirty laundry. I know yeah. all her secrets. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> what were we saying? <laughs> I don't know. We got cut up on Kendra. Yeah, I know. Now I'm filled with her dirty, <laughs> dirty laundry. Uh, uh, <laughs> and nothing else. No. Yes, we we went to New York. Right. Uh, and she had like a graduation trip. Mm-hmm. Like her parents paid for a graduation trip, which was super nice. And then I just went to visit my brother slash be there at the same time as her. And we saw Kinky Boots. Yes. Which was really good. I've listened to the music with Kendra because yeah, she it's forced really me to good. listen to the it, music but it was really good. Doesn't it's like hard to listen. That's like one of the few musicals that I can really listen to the music mm. and be like, "Wee!" Like you have to be watching it while listening to it, you know. Mm. Um, but yeah, that one's really good. I would probably recommend that one as like my top recommendation. Of I was going to ask you that. So cool. So that would be your, the yes. one that you enjoyed yes. the most. Yes, go see that. Um, and then I saw Phantom of the Opera. Classic. I have no idea why that has been on Broadway for as long as it has. Are you not a fan? I love Phantom of the Opera. Oh, okay. I love the movie, but Kendra had never seen the movie. And we saw it on separate nights. And I saw it, I think I saw it the night before she saw it. And I didn't want to tell her, like, my views on it because I wanted her to have her own opinion. She said this. Yeah, she's told me this. That yes, you, yeah, that That's yeah. what you like to do. You don't like to... No, I don't like people's opinions. Yeah. You know, I don't like them influencing my opinions, specifically for things that I want to see. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. That makes sense. And yeah. I think that's a really cool way of, uh, like, going about it. Yeah. So you yeah. saw it. Uh, you saw um, Phantom on Phantom, a different night yes. than her, and it was just so. It was so acted. Mm. Like you know, you're supposed to if if you're standing over on the on you know stage right, you're standing on stage right, and the director's like, "All right, at this point, I want you to move around the desk and go to stage left." And you're like, "Okay." Now you have to figure out why you're going from stage right to stage left. Exactly. Like that you can't just move over there. That's you have to move so with, obviously yeah. that you know. You move like with figure purpose. out why are you moving over there? Mm-hmm. Like you know, whatever. You saw something, you're restless and you're pacing, like just like have a reason. They didn't. It was like 
all right, you all are standing in a diamond. Now I want you all to switch places. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. Uh, sure. Okay, now switch places again. <laughs> like, oh, my gosh. And it was like, the director was like, you guys are standing still for too long for this scene. Uh-huh. So I just want you guys to like, just keep switching places. <laughs> I was like, this is weird. And then, you know, also, like, they, they, the Phantom would do something. And one of the ballerinas would be like, oh, no, it's the Phantom of the Opera. And she would pirouette across the stage. <laughs> and I'd be like, <laughs> who in the world would do that? Like, <laughs> Oh, no, a robber. Let me do a somersault. <laughs> yeah, like, and every time they would be like, it was the Phantom of the Opera. Like somebody would do some kind of like pirouette or twirl or like dramatic movement. And I was like, this is so weird. Like at our at, – at, uh, the school that I went to at, at Perimeter, that is now Georgia State, that the Clarkston campus, we would put on shows, you know, at that theater. Mm-hmm. And we have a ghost there. It's Carl Orff, who okay. does some song. I mean, lots of songs. He's like a composer. Um, but I guess he died on the night of one of our shows, and the lights turned out. And But not – he wasn't there. He's, no, no, okay. no. He just – yeah. Sure. And so now we play one of his most famous songs before every single show. Cool. I, I like traditions like that. Yes. So that's yeah, cool. it's really fun. But if the lights went out, we wouldn't start going, ah, the Phantom of the Opera, and like making like actor it's faces Carl. or something, or like dramatic, like <laughs> yeah, jazz right. hands. You yeah, know? it's unrealistic. So it just, yeah, it just seemed like too acted. It seemed like um, acting for acting's sake. Yes. Almost. And yeah. it was very confusing. I knew what was going on because I had seen the movie. Right. But I was like, I wonder how Ken I wonder if Kendra will understand what was going on. So she she saw it after you, right? She did. And, and did. then her like I wanted to hear what she had to say and she was like, I was so confused. Ah, and cool, I was okay. like, I thought you would be because their relationship isn't explained well in it. Uh him he and the, the, the girl? Yes. I yeah. mean it's already kind of a creepy relationship, yeah, but they make bit. it seem less creepy in the movie. Whereas in the Broadway play, it was almost like like you didn't really know they had a background. So it was suddenly like this old man was talking to this young woman and Kendra just didn't like was confused about like what their relationship was and why she was suddenly like listening to what this voice said. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it, it was just weird. It sounds it, like a yeah, something I, I definitely would not enjoy myself. No, it wasn't great. Uh, that was confusing. I don't. Yeah. And then I saw Puffs. Puffs. Which is an off-Broadway okay. about the Hufflepuffs. Really? Mm-hmm. So good. Oh, what? What? How? Kinky are you Boots in? and Puffs. Those are the two you need to see. Gryffindor. Uh, yeah, yeah. Me too. Yeah, cool. Nice. Yeah, I know. Awesome. It's the one that like everybody. You, I almost didn't want to be in it, but uh, because it's like it's Gryffindor and everybody wants to be in Gryffindor, it feels. But I am. So. My mommy thinks I'm a Ravenclaw. <laughs> the first time I ever took it, I got Slytherin, and I was like, okay. I'll take that. That sounds pretty cool. Well, I i mean, I know I'm not a Hufflepuff. I, I, I would understand if somebody called me a Slytherin, a Gryffindor, or now a Ravenclaw. My mom mm. did make a pretty good argument. Uh, but I just think it's funny that she thinks I'm a Ravenclaw because it's like, my mommy thinks I'm smart. That's exactly what that is. Yeah. yeah. And my mommy thinks I'm brave because yeah. I'm a Gryffindor. <laughs> yeah, I'm a brave little boy. Um, but I just... I just feel like, you know, I've always connected with Gryffindor, and I'm such a, like, person that I, I'm a really big Harry Potter nerd. <laughs> uh, we could talk all night about Harry Potter. You're wearing red <laughs> right is, now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm wearing my colors. Or scarlet, um, I should say. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, uh, if you ever want to go to trivia for Harry Potter, I am your girl. Yes. But it has to be book trivia, because movies I won't know, 
Uh, oh, well, I mean, I'll, I will. I'll cover us both. I, I've seen the movies. I, I own them all. I, it, whether I'm sad. My favorite sitcom is um, How I Met Your Mother. And in there, oh, yeah. he Way watches. Way better than Friends. I don't it, even understand how yes. people can compare those. I haven't <laughs> seen enough Friends to really be able to talk about Friends. Oh, I watched but... all of them. Not good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, you know, it's fine. Sure. It's good for its time. Sure, but it I, is yeah. not something we can really relate to. And it's just like, how much money do these people have? I, Dear Lord. Yes. <laughs> the, the few episodes that I have seen, I'm, I'm sitting there like, how can they afford these apartments? Are you also, kidding me? Also, they like go to this coffee shop every day. Yeah. And I like right. how they're like at a bar and the other one, they like. But yeah, I got, um, I've actually been reading the third Harry Potter oh, this nice. week. Yeah, yeah. I've probably read them at least once a year since they came out. I went and got the books at midnight. I saw the movies at midnight. Wow. I mean, I actually yeah. didn't start reading them t- until I was 18. And by that point, when I was 18, that was 2008. And I think uh, the seventh book didn't had, had, when did that come out? Like 2014? The, no. which book? The the final book, The Deathly Hallows. Oh, I have no idea. Uh, I don't I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, by that point, they had already been out. I, I know the movies weren't finished yet. The movies didn't finish until, I think, 2012 or 13. So I uh, that was cool to be able to at least read the books. And then every enough movies were out so that when I would read a book, I would watch a movie. I'd read a book, and then I'd watch the movie, and then I'd read a book, and then I'd watch the movie. However, when it came to the fifth book, I, uh, I had a friend, so an ex-girlfriend of mine back in high school, she got me onto them. We would go driving somewhere. We'd go down to Little Five Points or Atlanta or whatever, and she would, um, she would read to me while we were driving. It's pretty cool. That was a cool thing. That, that was a, one of the only cool dynamics of our relationship that we had. But um, anyway, so after we broke up, didn't mean I was going to stop loving Harry Potter. You know? so, <laughs> so I kept reading them. But I had a friend named Charles who uh, he, he loved the books, and he um, still lived around town. A lot of our friends were back at we're out of college, and I was I had moved back after New York, and so um, as I was reading the books, he would uh, talk with me uh, about them. Like as soon as I got done with the book, I'll go over, hang out, we'd smoke a joint, and then we'd watch the movie uh, together. And so we got to the fourth book slash fourth movie, and then at the end of it, uh, which is the Goblet of Fire, he goes, um, "You know, you've you've um, you've been reading the books and then watching the movies." You know what you need to do? You need to uh, you need to watch the movie and then read the book. Just try it once. And I was I was super I was super high, you know. And I'm like, all right, that sounds great. Let's do it. You know, let's watch the fifth movie now because he owned it and I'm at his place. And I just got done watching the fourth movie. I was excited, you know. I was in Harry Potter mode. So that was the one time where instead of reading the book first, I watched the movie, and it was the wrong time. Because do you want to know who my favorite character was? Think about the fifth. What happens in the fifth book? Fifth movie. Which <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Um, my, so my favorite character was Sirius Black, oh, and yes. is Sirius Black. Sure. And well, okay. So if anybody, for anybody listening, spoilers for Harry Potter. If you haven't read the fifth book, okay, you've been warned. So Sirius Black dies at the end of the fifth book, right? And so I get through this whole movie. I spend two hours, you know, just two hours watching this movie, and then Sirius Black dies. And I'm I also at, Kendra. This means that you need to read all of the books. <laughs> I mean, I know you just yes. got that spoiler because I know you listened on, but I need <laughs> you to read all of the books now. <laughs> why, why is that? Just so you can talk to her? Well, I have you told can be her. my Charles. I've told her this before uh, that whoever I date, just they have to have grown up with Harry Potter. Actually, I am. You just told me that you hadn't read them until you were 18, but you're a big fan of Harry Potter. 
I don't find so would, that would much. That... So usually I'm like, you know, people come to me and they're like, oh, I'm going to read Harry Potter now. They're expecting me to be like super proud of them. But really I'm like, you'll never connect to me because you didn't grow up with them. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it'll just be like a book you're reading. But for me, it was like my childhood, my life. I'm still waiting for my letter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. So you read it as a child, and so that, that yes, you, you had that yeah. magic. So I, I need this connection. And so I've told Kendra, I'm like, you know, we're just never going to be able to connect on the deeper level because you haven't read them. <laughs> I mean, that make, that's a good point. Yeah. Harry Potter, <laughs> if you've read Harry Potter and you love Harry Potter that much, that's something that can be really be missing in a relationship if uh, you haven't both enjoyed it like that. Well, my, my cousin who went to uh, went to Japan with me, she's really into Harry Potter too. Like both of us are just huge fans mm -hmm. and that's why we love Universal so much. I, I got a, a year pass to Universal mm -hmm. and I got it because I went with my family, like my mom and my little siblings. Oh, my mom and my dad. Sorry, dad. And my little <laughs> siblings <laughs> went with them. Sorry, pops. <laughs> went so, with, yeah, went with them to, uh, to Universal and I went with them for like two days. And then a month later, I was going with my cousin and older brother for three days. And if I had bought two days here and three days there, it would have been 500 plus dollars. Mm -hmm. But if I got an annual pass, it was 300 something dollars. Right, so I was like, let me just get an annual pass. Yeah. So I did that, went two times in two months, and then was like, mm, I have this. Might as well go again. Managed to convince another friend to go. And then again managed to convince my mom because my brothers and dad were going to a monastery. I was like, let's go be wizards. Um, and we went to... At the, at the monastery? <laughs> no, no. At Universal. I'm just kidding. Okay. <laughs> yes, they were going to be wizards at the monastery. And we went to be wizards at, at Universal. Sure. Um, and it was like my cousin and her mom and my mom and little sister and me. And yeah, <laughs> and we all went, but I've just gone like, I went like four times that year and now I've gone in Tokyo and they have a new ride in in Orlando. So I they do again. Yeah. It's okay. a Hagrid ride. So what, okay. Is it, is it, is it the, um, hold on. Is it the, the motorcycle? Mm -hmm. ah, I yeah. figured. The I motorbike fi ride. That's, that's as soon as I thought of ride and, and Hagrid, I was like, yeah, it's gotta be that. Yeah. Yeah. But right now it's like the shortest I've seen it is an hour and a half wait. Golly. Uh, it was a 14 hour wait when it first came out. That's that's a whole, that's what? It literally wrapped around the entire park. And the way the park works, if you don't know this or if anybody else doesn't know this, is that it has different sections. So in the one that has this ride, there's, you walk in and if you went to the right, you go through Dr. Seuss land and then you go through some other land that has like Sinbad. So this is Universal in Orlando. Yes. Okay. Uh, um, is Universal is, is that where they have Harry Potter World yes. as well? Okay. Yeah. But yeah. we're not talking about Harry Potter World per se right now, are we? Yeah. Well, sort of. I've been to Universal twice, but this was back before Harry Potter World existed. So I, I can follow you. Yeah. Well, um, they have two parks. There's Islands of Adventures and there's Universal Studios. Yes. Island of Adventures is where uh, this this park that has the new ride is. Oh, okay, okay. And yeah. so, but the way the park works is that it's like it's like a big donut. And mm -hmm. so if you walked into the park and you went right, you go through Dr. Seuss Land, has lots of rides, very decked out in Seuss. It's awesome. Yeah, oh, man, um, the colors alone. Oh, it's great. Yeah. yeah, I love it. It's like more kid rides, but it's so fun. And then you go to where like Sinbad is. I don't remember what the name of that is. I think it starts with a P. I don't know. It's been a while for me. Yeah, I don't know. But that one doesn't have any rides. It's kind of boring. Mm. Uh, sorry, Universal. 
get rid of it. Um, <laughs> and then you move on. It's Harry Potter world. Yeah. And so this line went all the way from Harry Potter world all the way through this like Sinbad world, whatever it is, and then all the way th- Pangea. No, that's like the I don't know. That's maybe the, when the continents that were is all like together. when the continents. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I mean, I can see Sinbad. That's kind of old, old school, yeah, old timey. I mean, but... it really could be that. I don't know. And then all the way through Doctor Seuss World, and then all the way back through like the entrance, and the entrance oh itself gosh. has like its own little like area, um, and just the yeah the line, and then it didn't only go through, but it also like zigzagged. I watched a video of somebody going through this, and it like zigzags. They have like water stations. So oh my people gosh! Don't die. They have bathrooms, <laughs> like or is I the guy gonna pull a Marta? Like, and just... their, I mean, I assume nobody goes by hours, themselves. For fourteen hours, I'm wearing depends. No, 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 no. I mean, like somebody has to hold their space. Like if oh, you and I okay. went together, <laughs> sure. like I assume nobody went by themselves you to mean wait we fourteen w- hours in line. Right. But if yeah, we went true. together, you would be like, all right, I'll stand here. Let me get us some water. You go to the bathroom. You know, oh, okay. Cool. Switch off. Nobody should hold their pee in that, for 14 hours. I'm pretty sure that's, like, unsafe. I mean, as long as you don't stop at the water stations, you're fine. Yeah, yeah, or, yeah, and just haven't drank water in a couple days either. <laughs> yeah, or wow. you'd be like that guy on Marta. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, and just the world it, is your bathroom. Yeah, nobody look at me. Why are you looking at me? <laughs> look away. Like, bro, we can't help it. You're peeing in front of us <laughs> in a public setting. Yeah. Um, I know a guy who once uh, peed uh, after, like it was it was nighttime, and he peed in a um, at an elementary school, and he peed on the uh, playground, and the cops came by and they arrested him. I didn't, he wasn't a friend. I just, I, I know like I know of him because of a friend, but sure. he ended up, yeah, right. And it was me. <laughs> <laughs> Surprises yeah, me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, but he ended up um, having he got tried as a sex offender, and oh, I bet, yeah. Yeah, and he's ha- he's listed on the registry. Ooh. Yeah. And there's no kids at all. I mean, it's 10 o'clock at night, but mm-hmm. just so anybody out there, just if you got to pee, just don't yeah, go, just don't go at, a, at an elementary school or a middle school or high, just don't just just go to a gas station. It's also so much easier for guys. I mean, I've been peed True. in a lot of really weird places, but I don't doubt that. Yeah. It's like I peed in this bush once. This is weird to get into, but I peed in this bush next to McDonald's once. OK, but what I didn't realize when I was peeing in this bush next to McDonald's is that. I mean, I don't know how I didn't realize this, but it was like the McDonald's is, is, you know, up, not on a platform, but it's like up high. And then you like take out the the side of, I don't even know how to describe this, but basically there's a parking lot, but it's like two stories down. Okay. So like where you're you're peeing, you're below where I'm up here. Okay. And then the parking lot is down here. This parking lot is for something else. The parking lot is, you know, probably actually more than two stories, probably like five stories down okay. next to the McDonald's for some other thing. And sure. so I was peeing in this bush and then didn't really realize that there was this whole parking uh, lot that was watching me pee. Yeah. And were they? <laughs> yeah, well, a few of them, like, whistled. I, uh, <laughs> I was like, hey. <laughs> of course, it's a woman you whistle. If it's a guy, you, hey. <laughs> you don't say anything, I guess. Or so, arrest them. <laughs> true. Yeah, yeah. Guys. I'm sorry. I didn't just... know what I was doing. You guys, women have to endure childbirth, and guys have to go to jail for stupid shit. Yeah, I think yeah, it's a it's fair, fair trade-off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so um, one time I was in high school. Uh, this is a peeing story in public, real fast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this, is, this is some amazing content, I'm sure. But no, um, this uh, I was at three eleven. My favorite, uh, my favorite band in high school. Do you know three oh, eleven? It's like I know seven eleven. Right. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is three eleven. Um, the band. Do you know them? They sing uh, like Amber. Yeah, sing to me. And 
<laughs> sing them to me, Paolo. <laughs> no, um, they sing Amber. They sing uh, like Beautiful Disaster. They they have some, some really good songs, but um, they like they have so many songs. Their their discography is so wide that they have three eleven day. So March eleventh every year they get together. I think it's in Louisiana, like New Orleans. I I, I could be wrong. My my friend's gone. I have I I've, I've never gone, but and they just for twenty four hours straight just just jam out to their their songs. They have that many. Anyway, so it's a big band. People love them. And uh, they were really popular when I was in high school. So it's July 4th. And uh, I went every year on the July 4th concert. Um, it wasn't always 311. It'd be, you know, uh, I think one year it was Coldplay. Um, but this year it was 311, and it's uh, July 4th. So they're going to have fireworks at the end. And it was at the Liquid Amphitheater, which has been the, the High Five Buys Amphitheater. It's been the Verizon Amphitheater. It's actually near here. It's near Alpharetta, um, or in Alpharetta. So anyway... Uh, the way it's it's have you ever been there to that to that concert venue? No, That's I don't okay. think so. So so it's it's outside, and uh, but uh, there's um, there's the seating like where you can sit down in like stadium chairs is um, underneath. It's all covered where like the band plays. But then there's grass, which is general admission, and that's not covered by anything. That if, if it rains, you get rained on, which it, that happened uh, at Coldplay one year. It was awesome. Uh, so that's where general admission is, and and the grass is on like an incline. And when it gets up to the very top uh, by the wall at the back, it levels out for maybe like 10 feet. So it's, it's all level for 10 feet, and then it, it has this little slope, and then it's very gradual. So you can go back there, you can lay down blankets, and you can sit and watch the show or whatever. So the show's almost done. The fireworks start happening, right? And so everybody turns around, <laughs> and we're all looking at these fireworks, we're, uh, which are behind the venue over the wall, and there's this one lone dude who's just peeing <laughs> <laughs> up there on that on that flat surface of the grass <laughs> up against the wall, and it gets so much better because we're all like y- you can hear everybody start like you can hear the commotion of people like oh you hear murmurings throughout the whole crowd, and um, and we're all watching this guy pee and he's gone for like he he had a lot <laughs> he had a lot in him he's gone for like 10, 15 seconds, and <laughs> so we're all watching right and he finally gets done he turns around. And he like does this little like 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 double take. He 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 looks and he's like, he 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 takes in the fact that everyone in this venue <laughs> is looking at him. We, we weren't trying to. We all turned around for the fireworks, but now he's the center of attention. And it's so great. He has to make a choice, right? He, he like, you can run, you can uh, just like walk sheepishly down to your friends, or you can do what he did, which he just he just yells. Fuck yeah! And he does the, the rock symbols with his pinky <laughs> and his index finger. And then he sli- he jumps and he slides down the grass all the way down to his friends. And the whole place just, just lit up with laughter and cheers. And uh, it was the best concert moment of my entire life. That's awesome. Yeah. So uh, I forget how we got onto that. But um, <laughs> okay, well, but going back, did you, uh, did you ride the Hagrid ride? I have not yet. That came wow. out in June. Oh, okay. So and the line okay. is still really long. Right, right. Plus, I just took a trip to Tokyo a couple right. months ago, so it's going to be hard to find the time to take time off. True. Plus, if I tell the people that I work for that I'm going to Universal one more time, I think they're going to have an aneurysm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't want that. They'd be like, yeah, you can take some time off. Where, where are you going, Universal? No. Nope. Never mind. It's no. <laughs> I, I guess uh, you, you should tell them Dolly World. Yeah. Have you ever been to Dolly World? Isn't it Dollywood? Sorry, Dolly. Yes, Dollywood. Dolly yeah. Wood. Yeah. Have you ever been? I've not. It's actually. I enjoyed it. I went for a weekend with a friend back in high school, and I thought I would hate it. I was like, whatever. I'll, I just want to get away from my life for a second. But I ended up having a great time. Yeah. Well, my cousin and I have actually talked about going there mm-hmm. at 
some point because again she's probably my best travel companion right yeah and that's cool that you've been able to find someone like that yeah well we're very similar in the ways that you know like you might go on you might go on vacation with somebody and and they you know you, you wake up and, and you say hey you know what do you want to do today and they say oh well, what should we do you know, but with her, it's it's like we always have something to do. We always we wake up at like eight at the latest every single day, and we are like on the go. And we do a lot of touristy things. Our adventures are actually pretty expensive <laughs> because you, we do everything. Yeah, that we do. You, can. Do you like plan? Do you plan your day out, or do you sometimes, plan like a little bit and, and go from yeah, there? Yeah, sometimes. Uh, I think. We usually go with kind of a, a broad plan. With Tokyo, we we tried we had like a Google Docs thing between me, her, and my brother. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, and we wrote down like places that we wanted to go, but then we like decided where to go each day depending on the weather. Okay. Um, and then we went to Savannah once because I love Savannah, and we just yeah. wanted to take a you know beach trip, and that's near the beach. And I also know it really well because Savannah is one of my favorite places to go. Mm. And, again, like one of my best friends lives there. I have a lot of one of my best friends. Mm. Um, And, yeah, so he lives there. And so I always visit, stay with him whenever I go there. We used to have really great beach trips. You know, before he lived there, we'd, like, go and camp on the beach with, like, my group of friends. That's something I've always wanted to do is camp on the beach. Oh, that's great. Well, we didn't really camp on the beach. We camped, like, at the campsite that's on the island. Oh, okay, They had, like, one campsite on the island, but it was great because we would, like, oh, yeah. Probably some of my best memories were on those camping trips. Um, they They were a lot of fun. But, yeah, so we went there. We, like, went on... A boat tour. We went on just the regular tours. We went on a ghost tour. I mean, that alone is a lot of money because those are not cheap tours. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, each one's like thirty dollars. So, <laughs> and then the boat's even more expensive. And then drinks on each thing, and just it, yeah, it just really racks up. Yeah. And hotels. Tell me about the ghost tour. Did you see any ghosts? No, I've been on a few Shocker. ghost tours. I yeah. do believe in ghosts, but like on a ghost tour, like the fact seeing a ghost, I, I, I yeah. Decent be shocked yeah um but yeah so what what was that like was the uh did you have like a guide we do yes okay uh somebody's driving and somebody's the guide it's usually like a retired you know somebody that's Uh just like oh i want to do something fun and i know the history and i read the book that the ghost tours have a lot based off of or at least not a lot based off of but there's a book called midnight in the garden of good and evil that's based on savannah I've, i've heard of that yeah, I have it. If you ever want to borrow it, uh, it's good to borrow if cool. you or good to read if you like kind of know a little about Savannah before reading it, because then you can like picture where they are uh-huh. when you know this is happening. But it's supposedly like based on real events about a murder mm-hmm. that happened in Savannah. Um, and yeah, I finished it. My cousin didn't. She couldn't make her way through it. It took me a little while to get through it too. Uh, it has like two different sections. But it is a good book. I did enjoy it. Um, it just I it always you. takes me a while to read books. <laughs> right, because of the – is it because of dyslexia? Probably. Yeah? Yeah, partially that and partially that I just don't have the great – a great uh, attention span. Mm-hmm. And so when I'm trying to do something and I get distracted, I just – I have a lot of trouble getting back to it. Do you, do you, oh, okay. 
Um, so just uh, like once you put it down, it's hard to like get back to it because you end up going on to other things. Yeah. How yeah. are you when you're when you're absolute? How are you when you when you're sitting down and you're reading? Do you get distracted even then? Yes. Oh my gosh. See, I I am like actually diagnosed with dyslexia. Mm-hmm. I've never been diagnosed with ADHD, but I am pretty sure I'm ADHD. I mean, right now as we're talking, I have I, this plastic pull tab from was it like a fruit cup yes it was from my pineapple thing i've just been playing with it and twisting it because i cannot sit here and like you're sitting so relaxed your arms are you know (laughs) crossed and like i have to be doing something i'm kicking my foot i'm playing with this i'm fidgeting i bite my nails i like have to be doing something at all times Uh and Sometimes I'll be talking to you, and then I will just completely forget what we're talking about, and I'm concentrating on these lights, you know, right uh. next to your head, and I can just see each light, <laughs> and I've glanced up wanna... at them so many times during this conversation. Noticed. Do you want to turn them off? No, they're fine. Okay, they're, cool. they're, yeah, if they're off, I'd probably get even more distracted. <laughs> By the fact that they're there, but they're not on? Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes, but I tend to notice things, notice things that are off in all of you know, in spaces that I go into, and I, I'm like that too. I, I, um, well, I, it's an, I've been fortunate right here to where I have been pretty focused on the conversation for the most part. But um, if if I'm not truly like fully engaged in a conversation, I find that I will I, I will stray off to just thoughts, not necessarily like thinking about like lights or like some not something that's there. You know, yeah. like a physical object. Just daydreaming. Yeah, I'll daydream. I'll, I'll start thinking about like what I'm gonna do later on. Like, <laughs> like I, I'm I'm constantly planning, which is something I really don't like about myself. I, I want to get better at like be more, more so, present. Yeah. I think you can. I mean, I don't know this. I've never actually read this, but I assume that you can fix that with mod- meditation, not meditation, uh, with meditation, um, which I would love to be good at. But yeah. we did that in my acting classes because i have a theater mm. degree we, went, we did that in the acting classes and i hated it when we meditated it's, because it's, i could not sit still yeah. and then my brain is just like grasping at things every time i heard somebody if i like hear you know i get so distracted by repetitive sounds if i hear you making the same sound over and over again i will comment on it because i will not be able to stand it i will yeah. have to be like you're your foot has been rubbing against the carpet, and there'll be noises that, like, you wouldn't uh, you wouldn't really notice, like the foot rubbing against right. the carpet. Mm. But I will notice it, <laughs> and I will just be like, <laughs> My dad at, at home, crazy. whenever I go visit my parents, my dad he sits on his chair in the living room, and his foot is constantly going, <laughs> and and it and it and it's like a, it causes lo- this it causes this little creak in the in the chair that he sits on. So you just hear like. <laughs> just like just the oh, whole time and but it's it's low enough and and to where like he and and he's so used to it he doesn't notice it but like it drives me crazy sometimes the more subtle it is the more mm-hmm. annoying it is and, and you don't even sometimes you don't even notice that it's that a noise is like going on around you uh, well it seems like you do but but for me I, I i don't notice if a noise is going on until it's not there anymore like when the air conditioning turns off, I'm like, whoa, the air conditioning has been on for like 20 minutes. Yeah. You know what I mean? My my old roommate before Kendra, her name was Anna. Mm. Hi, Anna. Anna and we, Anna. Cool. Yeah, well, my roommate before Anna was Hannah. Oh, my God. So Hannah, <laughs> Anna, Anna. <laughs> yes. And my friend Anya introduced me to Anna. Oh, uh, my gosh. <laughs> Anya, I, how's she's in, still in Oklahoma? Yeah, she is. She I, is. I really, I only Shout knew her for that Anya. one night. Hey, Anya, if you uh. ever hear this. <laughs> 
she went on. She was she was a con- doing consulting for like companies and stuff, right? Something along those lines. Oh gosh, don't ask me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> do I know Anya more than you? <laughs> yeah. Now that comes the segment of like who knows Anya best. Ah um, yes, the next ten minutes will be devoted yes. to. <laughs> who said it? Anya, Hannah, Anna, or Anna? <laughs> But yes, uh, I I don't really know what Anya does. I wrote it down, like I wrote down what her major was in my phone because people will ask me, and I'm always like, me, don't know. It's it's. I remember just because it was really fascinating, and also you've had all these memories with her, so you know I only have the one to, to remember. Yes, and, yeah. Um, occupational something. I don't think it's occupational therapy. That's that's different. But it was occupational something. It's in the business school. It's like behavioral business. Yeah, some how 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 people in a work environment behave with each other and how to make it a more cohesive work environment yeah. or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Which is really cool. That, so it's almost a, like psychology cool in the business department. Yeah, yeah. Which my uh, uh, some places that I've worked at could have really used that. They could have benefited <laughs> from it. The the company that I work for now, they're actually pretty pretty good about that. They they've brought in a guy who. Um, is essentially like the trainer for everybody. If you can go into him, you can go to him for training on how to talk with people, how to get better at sales, how to um, how to improve in any facet of life. And he's actually very, very good about it, uh, very good at it. And he's a cool guy. So um, that's that was really cool. I, most companies, I don't, I don't think would um, think to invest in someone like that. Mm-hmm. Just they, they literally bring someone on to just train everybody and be there to help. And I, he I definitely does more than that. He, I don't know his full job description, but that's, as far as I know, what I can turn to him for. And it's cool to have someone like that. Yeah. And, like, you know, a few computers down, you go over and you say, hey, man, I could really use some help on, uh, you know, my voicemails that I'm leaving to these people. And he's like, cool, let's go in another room. We'll, we'll chat. And 30 minutes later, you feel invigorated and better at leaving some voicemails, which sounds uh, so American. <laughs> but <laughs> anyway, so uh, I realized as far as, like, talking about noises and stuff going on and off, I realized uh, that when when I didn't have the bed here for like five days, uh, and I was sleeping out on the couch, I couldn't go to bed. And like, yes, it was because I'm I was used to my bed, and I was also in a different room. And I could, like I was telling you, I could feel the I could feel the space of the room. I could feel how open it was. I didn't like the walls weren't as close as I'm used to them being. But I also realized that something was missing, and it was because it was so damn quiet. And it's because I I usually have a um, air filter going oh and yeah I, I have it turned off right now because it's usually sitting right there that's why i'm pointing there um uh, but i usually have it on because i like the white noise when i go to bed i can't sleep without a fan i just See, I, yeah. my brain won't shut off i need it's almost like meditation mm-hmm. for me with the fan is that when i have that sound mm-hmm. it helps me to like quiet my brain when i don't yeah. have that sound my brain is screaming it is right it's like it's it's, it's, it's like it has a loudspeaker yes oh my gosh it's it's like think about this think about that at me. think about that and yeah. so, like, when I go places, I have to, like, use an, use an app, which is not the same. No. I mean, I have to use it because I just can't otherwise. But it's just not the same as having the fan because, like, you feel the vibrations of the fan. Like, it's a real fan, mm-hmm. whereas when it's coming out of a speaker, it just it sounds like it's coming out of a speaker. Yeah. Um, do, you but, do, do you do a fan noise or do you do, like, Oh, no, I have an rain? actual fan in my room like a box no i know but when you use the app oh i use the fan noise sometimes i use white noise but i like the lower uh sound Mm. lower what what would that be called it starts with an r res res Um, residence resis i don't know there's some kind of frequency oh maybe frequency lower frequency 
Yeah. Mm. Anyways, uh, but I like the lower sound because like some white noise is like kind of higher. And so if I can like find a lower white noise, then, you know, gotcha. that's cool. Kind of like the, the pitch just, of it. And yeah. That, that so I use, I used to, when I had an iPhone, I don't have an iPhone anymore, but when I had an iPhone, I had an app that isn't used on this Google phone. Uh, and I would use the airplane cabin sound. Oh, okay. Interesting. And so that was like a low sound. It but is. it also had this weird like sound hum. that you would never really, like I have to be listening to it for a little while before I actually hear it. But it's like this background noise that I pick up on like in the back of my brain. Uh-huh. Like literally I can feel it in the back of my brain making that sound. Uh, it's really weird. So is it, is it like the low whine? No, it's almost like a clicking noise. Oh, okay, sure. A repetitive clicking noise. Like it, it's like a pattern clicking. Uh, but it's really interesting. If you have an iPhone, I'll download it and show it to okay, you. Okay, yeah, when we're done here. I don't. Um, yeah. Uh, anyways, going back to the story of Anna, I didn't just want to brag about all my... Oh, yeah, you know, yeah. Anna, yeah. Anya, Hannah. <laughs> I love the tangents that we've been going on there. Yes. They've been fun. Uh, but, but back yes, to that, Anna. I always sleep with a fan, and then mm-hmm. there's... Uh, outside of my bedroom was a light, like a, a street lamp, because I was living in an apartment. And I woke up one night. I, I don't know. I mean, I wake up at least three times every night. So it uh. wasn't so unusual that I woke up. But So I didn't really notice that I woke up. I mean, I did notice that I was awake, but I didn't notice why. I just kind of like woke up and was awake. And then my phone buzzed, and I looked at it, and Anna was like, are you awake? I think our power is out. And then I realized that that light that's on outside was off and my fan was off. Oh, and wow. she woke up. She doesn't even sleep with a fan. She just woke up because the lights were off or something right. or that it was so quiet, mm-hmm. like freakishly quiet. Yeah. And so like we went out and it's like, I don't know, three in the morning, two in the morning. We like sat on our couch and waited for the power to turn back on. Um, but it was just, you know, it shows me how like dependent I am on that fan. If it turns off, I notice it. I know because I just like I have to have it on all night. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I've actually talked about this uh, pretty recently with someone about how I need that white noise. I need my air filter going, um, in the same way that you need your fan. And um, he was telling me how he can't have anything if something is on. He can't sleep. So it's well that just makes it even more difficult because then you can hear every sound and you can't sleep. Right. I I I had that same thought, but you know, to each their own, I guess. Right. Yeah. But that was um, – I, I, I can definitely relate to you. I have to have the air filter off when we're doing the podcast because you can hear it in the background. Yeah. <laughs> That's why the podcast is here in my bedroom because um, uh, out there you can hear the refrigerator running. Mm. I, I, I played it back after I did a few test runs, and, and I'm sitting there. I'm like, what is that sound? And it's just like, oh. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like what the hell is what, – what is making the sound? And then, and then uh, at that moment, the refrigerator, like, clicks, you know? It, it like, clicked on and, and started – being even louder than it normally is yeah and that let me know oh it's been the refrigerator so that's why we do it in here because there's no automated machinery in here other than the laptop yeah so yeah um (laughs) so i i I, going all the way back to the beginning uh i I did want to know uh we went off on i I feel like the the last hour has been just a tangent yeah it's just yeah now let's get back to the podcast (laughs) (laughs) no um tell me about uh uh Disney Sea and and tell me about that over in Japan. Well, it took us a while to realize this, but I guess it's Disney Sea because there's Disneyland. Right. So, you, you know, okay, I, I guess you picked on that up yeah, on that immediately. Almost immediately. I was just like, "Man, Disney Sea, <laughs> that's interesting. That's what we know." Was it Disney like S E A? 
Yeah. <laughs> okay. But I didn't really pick up on it that it was like Disneyland and Disney Sea. Gotcha, like, gotcha. oh. Well, uh, is it... We were just kind of like, oh, it's like, is it like water based? Um, but which is it, it was a little bit. Oh, okay. But there were like water rides at the other one yeah. too. Oh, is it? Is uh, it... But like Nemo was at Disney Sea, I think. Okay. Uh, and there was this really interesting one that was, you were in like a submarine uh-huh. and you were underwater, which I mean was made me a little nervous because i'm terrified of underwater and small spaces (laughs) me too well not small spaces but under like well i'm scared of deep water because of titanic i watched that movie way too young (laughs) holy crap i I was my first pair of boobies ever seen was when i was like five years old i was with my mom my sister and my (laughs) granny and and this is back when vhs's were a thing and that movie was so damn long you had it came with two vhs tapes and you had to take one out and put the other one yeah, in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And so it was on the second one, right? And uh, and I think that's why – never mind. No, I'll say it. I think that's why I enjoy sex in cars because of that movie. <laughs> <laughs> I was so, so young. It just it – just, it, it just still has like the thrill and fear. And, 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 and then the, and the, and the hand up against the <laughs> – You have to do that every time. Uh, I have done it once or twice, yeah. <laughs> It's romantic. It's re- yeah. all right. So anyway, my childhood fucked me up. Apparently, um, that's great. So anyway, uh, so deep water scares me. But anyway, you were in a submarine. Sorry. No, <laughs> no, that's fine. There was uh, that was pretty much all of the story. I managed gotcha. to hold it together. I do enjoy fear, though. Okay, interesting. Um, I mean, it always depends on the fear. Like, you okay. know, if you were like, oh, for fun, let's bury you. Like, that would not be fun. <laughs> yeah. I, <don't>, I would <laughs> be a little worried if it did, but then I'd just wonder if you just saw some scary movie when you were young. Like, I did. <laughs> yes, yeah. Um, but if you were like, let's – I mean, if you if you wanted to go, like, skydiving, that would be scary, but I would enjoy that fear. So, yeah, like, same. I've never done it. Roller coasters, I enjoy the fear of mm. going on, on roller coasters, although I have less and less of that the more I go on them. Right, right. Um, but, yeah, I, I like to scare myself. <laughs> That's cool. So, and obviously, like, horror movies. Well, I yes guess I, and no. no. Oh, I'm surprised. I would have thought that you really love I mean, we used to watch movies all the time, but I guess we didn't always watch horror movies. Kendra started this. Okay. Shout out to Kendra. Um <laughs> Well, she's a she's been a big part of both of our lives, so yes. of course she's going to come up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Kendra started this sort of. Well, no, I have to give that credit to my cousins. Uh, sight, Kendra. Yes, <laughs> I mean Kendra. Kendra really made it made me like them, but my cousins really started me on them. Okay. And so, and oh. those are the people that I first saw Titanic with. I was also pretty young when I saw Titanic. Yeah. Uh, and at the same time I saw Armageddon, not like while I was watching Titanic, but it was like Titanic was playing and then Armageddon was playing. Gotcha. Uh, and it was like in the same afternoon, one oh, yeah. movie right after the other. It was like 96, 97. Yeah. And well, okay. Well, I wasn't three, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> so, well, okay. But yeah, you, you saw them both around the yes, same time. I saw them both okay. at the same time. Um, and these cousins are the, are the kind, I love them. They're Okay, I don't want to say that, but they're sure. some of my favorite cousins. Okay. <laughs> um, and, like, I visit them as much as I possibly can, and they love movies. Cool. I've probably seen so many movies at their house, because whenever I go to visit them, I see... It, it's rare that we don't see at least three movies in a day. 
Wow. But that's, you know, not even as many as we would normally see. Like sometimes we'll see five movies in a day. It just depends on how many we can fit in. Um, but three is probably the least amount of movies I've seen in a day, unless it's the day I'm leaving, in which case we watch a movie in the morning and then I drive home. Right. Or the day I get there, in which case I get there and then we watch a movie. Uh, but I've seen so many movies there that have just horrified me. Yeah. I mean, they, like, scarred me. I actually once texted this cousin who is my grandmother's first cousin, but she's my father's age. Uh, And... So she's, like, my parents' age, I guess. But I texted her once and, you know, told her I'm, like, excited to come over. I don't know. Whatever I was saying. But I mentioned how, you know, the movies that she showed me, they, they scarred me. And she was like, oh, ha, ha You left and – oh, no, you put too many R's in there. You accidentally said scar. You meant scare. And I was like, no, no. I, I, meant, to, <laughs> I meant to do that. They <laughs> scarred me. <laughs> but, <laughs> Yeah. Um, so I saw the ring there. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, that was horrifying. Yeah, but that's when I, I started getting more to used to scary movies. Like, that's when I was uh, more okay with them. Okay. But, like, Shark Week, I am terrified of sharks. Oh, yeah? And I think that might be where it stems from. Mm. Like, she looked over at me. I had my blankie with me, and I have it over my head, like, covering me. And she looks over at me. She's like, oh, you poor little thing. Because <laughs> I was just... I was horrified by these like shark stories. They're insane they that are. they play on Shark Week. Terrified, and I saw the Sixth Sense there. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I won't watch that because I know the twist. Yeah. I, it's well, kind of. I, I mean, I, I, I want to watch it for the performance, but I have so other, so many other movies I'll see. But so Sixth Sense. Yeah. yeah what else? Yeah. Saw Sixth Sense. Uh, I mean, I don't even know because we've seen. I've seen so many movies there. Because again, mm. we watch at least three movies a day. Well, what's a like? So the ring is really scary to you. Is is there another movie that's like super scary that you can think of that we like, really watched, freaked you out? I mean, this isn't super scary, but another kind of scarring movie. We watched uh, Mommy Dearest. Have you ever seen that? Or heard uh, of that? I don't think so, but I've, I have heard of it. What, it's what's about, it about some famous actress. I'm not exactly who sure or sure who she is. Uh, I think her name starts with a J, so it probably doesn't. And she basically like abused her children and it's a book about how she abused them she made them call her mommy dearest oh oh um yeah keep going keep going i I, yeah i think i know know who it is but i also am probably wrong joan joan crawford sure because that's not who i was gonna say (laughs) (laughs) i think so well i was just in a show where i had to I, I I played I played a uh, I played multiple characters, but one of them was like a fourteen year old girl, and um and and me and my mom were going at it, and she's like and I, the girl that I played was really snooty. She was a, a complete snob, and uh, um just a complete bitch, and it was so fun to play her. But uh, as I leave, I'm like you know I'm leaving, and, and I ain't coming back for a little while, and you know you you can go and do whatever you want. It's like Christmas time. Mom's like. Well, you go on out and you, you you let pigs feed you and you you don't need me so get on whatever. So anyway, at the end I go, "Well, thank you, Joan Crawford." And then I leave and the and the I didn't understand it cuz I don't know, I didn't know who the hell Joan Crawford was, but I had to ask the director and I was like, "Who is Joan Crawford?" so I know why I'm saying what I'm saying. And she said she was this really crazy actress who like I I I, I this was months ago now, so but I think I think it was that that she she like probably was really, yeah yeah, yeah. So, and you said Jay and Joan Crawford yes, so yeah anyway. she like really so mommy dearest m- at least mentally abused her children well I think she also like strapped this girl and this is Jeez. this is the one girl's experience I think she adopted these children she had like two or three children 
And wow. the older one was, a, you know, a good few years older than the younger ones. So she's what this movie is about. Because the younger ones claim they don't remember her being like this at all. Oh, okay. But the older one is like, like she would strap her to her bed and she would like, I don't know, do these crazy things to her. I don't remember it very well because I only saw it that one time because it, again, it scarred me. Yeah. But this is also coming from the person that was, I mean, this could be why I was so scared of movies when I was little. Like, Chicken Run mortified me. That scared the shit out oh of me. Gosh, I was so scared. It, it was, it, not only that, but uh, stop motion, like claymation, really freaks me out. <laughs> I, I, like, certain certain movies of the, like that are like that I can watch, but like Wallace and Gromit. Um, did you ever watch those? Oh, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, I, I liked them, especially the one where they go to the moon to get the cheese or whatever. Those, those were scary, too. They were. Those really scared me. <laughs> yeah, they scared me, too. They, we watched them in elementary school, and like, like whenever we'd have a movie day, we'd watch those, and I'm like, no, can we I just watch Bill Nye? Like, and there was like this one with the iron pants or something. Something like that. Oh, Courage the Cowardly Dog scared the shit out of me. Did you ever see that? <laughs> yes. Oh, my gosh. That was a scary. That was a scary show. Yeah. I, I didn't watch a lot of those, though, because we didn't have cable until my little siblings were, like, a little older. So I oh, grew okay. up with PBS kids. Like, I was watching Arthur and oh, okay. uh, reading Rainbow and stuff. <laughs> there was a uh, there was an episode of Arthur where he, uh, he, he, he had his really smart friend. I think his name was Bernie, maybe, or something. But The Brain? Maybe that's – was that it? The Brain? Did the Brain they, they is call the, the smart brain? one, but his name is actually Alan, but he goes by The Brain. Maybe that's it. And he's, like, really good at basketball for some strange reason. Anyway, there's an episode <laughs> where he comes over and he hangs out with him for the night, and he helps his mom bring in the groceries, and they all love Alan so much. And um, and the mom – and Arthur wants to be like him, and he wears glasses, and Arthur thinks maybe – Yes, yeah. You remember that? Uh-huh. Yeah. So that episode where Arthur gets glasses to feel smarter and so people would like him more – uh, even though the lesson at the end of it is that that's not what he needed at all. He didn't need the glasses. He just needed to, you know, just let them know that he cared or whatever, I, whatever it was. I didn't listen to that. And I told my mom that I couldn't see that well, even though I have perfect vision. I have like 15, 20 vision or 2015, which is like jet pilot vision. It's better than most people, uh, came to find that out later on in life. But I told my mom that I couldn't see. And so she takes me to the doctor uh, the eye doctor just so I can get uh, bifocals, which I wore for like a week and then lost because <laughs> I wanted to feel smarter like Arthur. Oh <laughs> it was so stupid. The stuff we did as kids. Um, oh, yeah, but. so many stupid, stupid things yeah. as children. I definitely got glasses when I really didn't need them, but I just wanted glasses. So I was like, eh, no, I can't see that. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like I'm, I'm there with the, the doctor and – and I, I could tell that I had really great vision because, like, I, there's a lot of things wrong with me, but that's the one thing that I have going for me, but, um, which actually, it's kind of a sick joke because I'm red, green, colorblind, so I, I wouldn't be able to fly a plane Are anyway. Are you really? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I found that out. In My ex was colorblind. I used to really have fun with that. Yeah? Yeah. He got these shoes once, and oh, I think they were- the worst. <laughs> They yeah. were like orange on the inside, and he was super excited to show them to me. And he was like, look, look at these shoes. They're orange. And I was like, No. Those They're like purple. pink or oh my gosh, yeah, <laughs> orange is pink and to me. And he was like, "Really?" <laughs> and I, oh my gosh, I teased him so much. My mom was like, "You are the worst person," because <laughs> he also good. had just the thickest hair. And I really only teased him about the things that like were you know really like like I, t- I told him his mom paid for me to to date him, but like that was obviously not true. I was head over heels for him. Sure, sure. Um, so I tease him <laughs> about things that like I was really secure in. Like obviously I'm head over heels. That was just a joke. Right. His hair is like thick and beautiful, mm. and so I would tell him that like I could see the bald spot starting <laughs> in the back of his head. <laughs> 
That's so cruel. <laughs> I know. I was the worst. Oh my gosh. I love it. Uh, is that no? It, is that how you were, or is that how you would always be with whoever you're with? Like you you're, poke fun at, poke, uh, yeah, poke fun I, at him like that. I think I just poke fun at a lot of people. Well, he told me actually after a little while that. He, I mean, maybe this isn't true, but he told me that he got more secure through my teasing of him. Oh, that doesn't help you because <laughs> that's only that's only solidifying in your yeah. brain that you should be like that to people. <laughs> oh my gosh! But I think I teased him like extra because there was just like it was just fun to tease him. But it was also yeah. my way of being like, I love you. Here's my sure. You know, yeah. let me tease you. Yeah. Um. But I also, I don't know. I mean, well, I kind of put on the, the like, hair thing pretty thick because I thought that was funny because he, ha- yeah. yeah. <laughs> he has such thick hair. Yeah, because he has such thick hair. And he can't see the back of his head. So I'm like, oh, yeah, it's <laughs> thinning. And he's, like, feeling it like, wait, what? <laughs> no, it's not. It's definitely not. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah, it is. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's funny. Did you ever pick on any other guy like that? Well, he was my only real serious Wow, okay. Relationship. Mm-hmm. Like, I dated somebody before that that was, like, probably I would consider my first boyfriend. Because, I mean, I my first my first boyfriend was when I was, like, 11. Yeah, me too. S- um, sixth grade. Yep. Yeah. Oh, we talked about this in the lake. We did, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah, I remember this. Um, but those were just, like, you know, my boyfriend, my girlfriend. Right, yeah. yeah. And so, really, it, it was probably the one before this guy and then this guy who I dated for almost four years. Wow. Four and years. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I, I don't, I haven't made it past two. Oh my gosh. Really, Our parents were devastated. <laughs> when, when it, when it ended. Yeah. They probably yes. thought they, they were He's planning still on, wedding. on my grandparents refrigerator. Oh my gosh. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, what, what age were you when that ended? 22. Okay. And you're, uh, 26 now. Yes. Yeah. Oh, wow, so four years ago. Yes, they still bring it up. <laughs> Move on, folks. Oh, my gosh. Every time I visit my grandparents, they're like, so, um, <laughs> I'm like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, no. Oh. And his parents are apparently the same way because oh. I'm good friends with his sister. And really still? Things. Yeah. yeah, and he's good friends with my brother. Yeah? Is, yeah. There, any, is there any chance they're that like he'll uh, somehow end up listening to this? I have no idea. Oh. Shout out to uh, you. You? <laughs> <laughs> but you still you're still in contact with his sister yeah yeah cool yeah okay i'm trying to think uh i don't i haven't stayed in, in contact with any of my ex's like siblings i know this one time though my my ex-wife uh <laughs> uh so after after that was all over a few months later um i'm moving on with my life i'm, I'm working at the gym and uh i get a text i i, I had recently purged my phone of a lot of people who I thought wouldn't, I, I would never talk to again, who wouldn't reach out to me, or I wouldn't, I didn't care to reach out to, because you know, for whatever reason, right? And so I get this text saying, "Hey man, uh, uh, miss you and would love to hang out soon. Let's get together and have a coffee." And I was like, "Okay, I, I could use a little spice in my life right now. I have no idea who this is because it's, it's like it was like six, seven, eight, three, five, zero, something like that." <laughs> and I'm like, "So this person obviously knows me, and it's obviously a male because they said, hey man." Or if it is a female, then it's one that, like, I know that it's not someone I've had a fling with in the past. I'm not yeah, gonna show it's a buddy. Up. Yeah, it's a buddy. And so I reply saying, sure, that'd be great. I didn't say, you know, new phone, who does? I didn't do anything. Yeah. Like. I just, I was just like, yeah, that'd be great. So in their mind, they think that I know exactly who I'm talking to and that I want to hang out with them, right? And so I just wanted a surprise in my life. So I texted them back and I was like, 
uh, yeah, let's meet up. I'm free. Uh, or I, I, I work next Tuesday at like 10 a.m. So let's meet up for coffee around 8 in downtown Lawrenceville at Boulder Creek. And uh, so uh, we do it. Hold we, on. You were drinking coffee at 8 p.m.? 8 a.m. Did I say p.m.? Oh, okay. No, no. You just said 8 and 8 a.m. just feels like an ungodly early time to meet somebody. So Yeah, totally. It. But then 8 p.m. seems like an ungodly time to drink coffee. Exactly. So I was a little confused. I'm just – I'm a walking contradiction. That's what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> No, but it will – I, I – I, I work at 10. I'm getting up at 9. I'm getting up at 9.30. What, I'm getting up like 10, 15 minutes before I got to be out the door, right? Yeah, me too. But if I'm meeting someone, I I can suck it up and get up and, and meet them, you know, especially if I'm having coffee and I know it's going to help me wake up. So one day out of the week, you know, I, I, can, I can do it. So uh, so I do it. I go and um, I park and I'm walking in and I have no idea who I'm about to meet. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like kind of nervous, but kind of excited at the same time. I just, I, I needed this, you know, at this point in my life. And I walk in, and it's my ex-brother-in-law. And, and I, like, I walk in, and I see him, and I'm like, okay, it's got, it's got to be him. Otherwise, this is a weird coincidence. You know, what, like, I, didn't, I was scared to walk up and be like, hey, man, like, it, it, it's, it, here we are. You know, and he's like, what are you talking about? And it's like, wait, it wasn't you? You know, so. But he, he approached me, and then, um, yeah, so it was my ex-brother-in-law. We sat down. Last time, last conversation I ever had with this guy. But he was a great guy. I, I really liked him. It's just I'm not a part of the family anymore, you know, so. Um, it was fun to get to see him and, and talk to him, and, and he, he kind of uh, was there for me because I was still going through it, you know, at that yeah. time. And so he he confided in I confided in him a little bit. He made me feel a little bit better, and then you know left after that. But anyway, that was a that was a time when I just showed up randomly, um, not knowing who I was going to meet. That's awesome. That's fun. I don't know if I could do that. That would be so so stressful. It it was a little bit, yeah. But I'm also like really really picky with people which Kendra could tell you she mm-hmm. she knows this she I'm has like, I know so yeah. yeah I'm so picky with people and I we actually took this this test the other day here let me say what I was going to say first and then I'll go into that okay but that you know people that I consider friends are people that I like hang out with you mm-hmm. know and so people that I would actually like I, I, I came over here we can be friends whereas otherwise <laughs> you'd just be somebody that I know right you know yeah um, and for her, it's people that she connects with, she's friends with. Even if she doesn't really, like, hang out with them, it's somebody that she connects with. Um, but we actually f- got into this conversation because I had heard on another podcast that uh, they were talking about this thing in the New York Times that was, like, this 30, 36 questions to falling in love, I think is what it's called. I, I, I listened to a YouTube video about this back when I was yeah. working in a kennel. Yeah. <laughs> well, I looked it up, and Kendra and I were like, eh, let's go through it. Because I've actually so read guys... the first couple of questions a few times, but I'm like, oh, they're so boring. I would never want to be asked these questions. Right. But we actually made it to the end, and I was like, oh, these questions get spicier, and these are definitely not questions I would want to answer on, like, a first date. Because oh this is supposed God. to be like you're getting to know them questions yeah yeah and so like one of them is like what is your most tragic memory and i'm like i don't want to share that with somebody that i barely know right yeah and then it's like what do you already see in your partner that you like and there were like three different variations of like name good qualities in your partner that sounds like subtle manipulation yeah well kendra's over there she's like she's naming these like really you know intimate intense things about me there was like this one where we had to name five good qualities in each other and she's naming these like wonderful good things and i'm like you're kind 
you're nice. You're sweet. <laughs> and I was like, and every single time I had to answer, I'm like stressing. I'm trying to come up with something. And, and I just like can't. And I was like, Kendra, I'm so sorry. I, I don't know what in the world is happening. Like, I mean, I think the world of you, but I don't know. I, I don't, I can't seem to come up with anything. And she was like, no, it's totally fine. I know you. You don't express love in words. You express it in actions. Or, or um, poking fun. Is, or yes. <laughs> yeah, someone. exactly. Yeah, yeah. I only express things in words by, like, being mean. <laughs> <laughs> by being mean to At you, I like you. At least you're talking to me. <laughs> um, no, that'll make people that I don't like actually think I like them. But, uh, yeah, all right. All right. We'll yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I just thought that was funny. Cause she was completely, like, unaffected by it, too. Just like, uh-huh. no, I know you. I know, I know you, you know, you like me, but you just literally don't know how to use words yeah but yeah so that was an interesting experience oh man i was really hoping at the end of this you'd be like so i'm in love with your ex-girlfriend and we're running off to maine tomorrow Well, people seem to still think this she actually had lunch with somebody or dinner with somebody recently uh-huh. and that person like sat down and talked to her and you know hung out and was like so you and anna was that ever a thing <laughs> and she was like no but people do tend to think that we are a thing because we're so close. Mm-hmm. And we'll, you know, if we were like sitting next to each other, it would not be weird for us to be like touching each other, mm-hmm. you know, arms touching, like arm around each other. And then we went to a party at a friend's house uh, where she was like living right before she was living in the place where she is now. And she was there and there were a bunch of people there. And, and after the party, I was like, Kendra, I feel like we seemed really couple there. Because we would be like, do you remember that time that like whatever? Oh, this reminds me of when we did this. And like, you know, we had so many like common stories yeah. that we'd go into sounding like a couple. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, everywhere we go, if you don't know us, I feel like, I mean, even if you do know us, because that person knows us that like asked her this. But like people just tend to think we're a couple. Wow. Well, the good news is if you're out at like a club or whatever, you know, or or bar or anything and a guy's hitting on you who you don't want, then the other one can just come up. She's done that. Yeah, she's helped you out in that way? No, I've, well, she made me help her out actually. Oh, okay. kind of a yes somebody came up to her she used to work at the farmer's market mm-hmm. and there was another vendor that used to come up to her a yeah, lot yeah she told me about a few of them yeah she had yeah. she definitely had a few of them but yeah. she had one that would approach her a bunch and it came he came up uh, it he came up to her uh one time and i was there like i came to visit her mm-hmm. and like hang out and she introduced me as her wife <laughs> and wow. i was like not yet Right, y'all don't even have rings on. Yeah, well, so yeah, I was like, not yet. She keeps, you know, like you have to wait, like just, just wait a few more weeks, and like so, so you you know, seamlessly just. Yeah, and so she just. uh, I probably wasn't extremely seamless. I'm, I'm a very bad liar. Hmm. I need to be, you know. I think I could have done it better if I had been like I'm not good at improv either. Oh, okay, yeah. If she had been like, by the way, I'm gonna pretend you're my wife with this person. Maybe I could have done better. Yeah, you could turn it on then. But it's also no, not so much that I can't come up with a lie, but that I don't want to be known as a liar. That's fair. That that's what stops me from lying is that I don't want you to ever be able to be like, well, you're not trustworthy because you said this. Hmm. So I'm always trying to make sure that my words are true. So if you're like, you said this, and I'm like, well, that wasn't a lie. Well, that's that's a good point. I mean, if you um, if you do, it's harder to remember a lie. Or if you do lie, then you got to remember that, and that can get exhausting. Yeah. So like lying uh, without lying is what I prefer to do. Lying without lying. So saying, 
let's go with the parents. Okay. Uh, kind of thing because that's probably the easiest you know per- people that you lie to most are your parents when yeah, you're like a high schooler I guess or yeah. in life in general but let's say that uh, I decided to go do something with my friends that my parents wouldn't approve of I go off and do that I tell my parents yeah we're we're going to Waffle House well we we did go to Waffle House but that's not the only thing we did oh so half truths yes yeah, so half truths gotcha. yeah uh, and so I try to tell that kind of thing because I don't, I never want to lie. And so, but that's like the thing that stops me is not that I can't lie. Like I can come up with a story pretty fast. I just don't want to execute it and be a liar. Yeah. So, yeah. That makes sense. And if you, I mean, this is going to give a lot of people uh, power over me, but if you ask me a direct question that has no holes, I will usually give you the direct, honest answer. Well, me personally, I would prefer that. I, I think a lot of people like to dance around things like that. They don't like even having a direct answer. Or people feel like other people don't like having a direct answer. So people like yourself come off as maybe being too harsh or something. Do you ever feel like that? Do you ever people think that you're being too mean or too harsh to them? Yeah, yeah. And it, I also prefer honesty. But that's also hard because sometimes they don't give it you know like you want to receive what you don't give so like if somebody if you were like i never want to see anna again and i'm like texting you and you're not i would prefer that you were like hey i don't i don't want to see you again but i would never do that to you right i would also ghost you so (laughs) you know it's yeah yeah ghosting in in this day and age it, it, it unfortunately it does happen and i've done it myself um not at all recently but um, when I was in Alabama, I went on a couple different, I, I, I didn't, I was single for like four years while I was living in Alabama and I only tried to date maybe three times. I went on three dates total. Two didn't go anywhere. One lasted, she lasted for about a week and then that fizzled out. But the wait, f- in Alabama, did you live there? Yeah. I lived in Alabama for about three and a half years, three and a oh, half, four wow. years. Okay. Yeah. That was when I was younger. Um, like 20 from 21 to about 24, okay. 25. Yeah. Um, 2011 to end of 14. Yeah. So Alabama, Huntsville, Rocket City, uh, working in elementary schools, doing the fundraising. That job was very demanding. I was up at 530 in the morning and I I wasn't back in, well, I I say I wasn't back until like 330. That's like early, but it was an exhausting job. So yeah, I got back at like 330 earlier in the afternoon, but I didn't get back up once I was home until like seven because I was so tired. I'd be resting. I'd need to eat take a shower and then just like take a nap because that job was very physically demanding and I was on my feet all the time and I was talking to people all day. So I was just mentally and physically exhausted. So it was hard to have a, a, a dating life. And, um, but I tried, I tried because after a couple of years, uh, it's like, okay, I, I could use some love in my life, you know, other than my dog. And, um, I never saw my roommate, so I didn't have really uh, many friends other than my coworkers. And I worked with them so much, I didn't care to see them outside of work. So I tried to date a couple girls uh, that I met off of like dating apps and whatever. And the first date I thought went decent, but then after that they weren't replying to my texts. And it's like, that's, it's fine. I get it. I, I honestly don't take it personally. I don't. Yeah, I would like to know what it was, you know, so for closure's sake. I mean, I know like you go on yeah. one date, you don't necessarily need closure. But just if there's something that I did that rubbed you the wrong way, I'd like to know what it was so I can work on myself. You know, so I don't do that again. You could help me by being honest and talking to me. But I get it. I get it that you're not responding to me or you're just choosing to just completely leave because it's easier for you 
or you're afraid that you might upset me. But I'm actually not that type of person. I would prefer you just tell me straight up if yeah. you don't like me and why. It's really not going to offend me because, I mean, it might hurt, it might sting, but I know that life moves on and that yeah. like, and if you don't want me, then I, I'm not going to continue hanging on to you because that's not going to help either of us, especially me, because I'm having to live with me every day, you know, and you're gone. So I'm the one who's suffering through it by, you know, being upset by it. So it'd be, it'd be nice to just know. So both of those times when I got ghosted by these girls, I, I, I texted them, you know, I texted a day later, you know, Hey, I'd love to see you again. You know, I enjoyed the first date, nothing, nothing. Hey, you know, I haven't heard from you. Um, don't know, maybe you're, maybe something's going on or whatever, but if you would like to hang out again, let me know. Okay. Another couple of days go by nothing. Hey, by the way, just letting you know, I get it. Um, thanks for the good times, you know, good luck in your future endeavors. You know, I, so I at least like to show people that like, I, I get it. You know, I, I'm not going to be this crazy, like cable yeah. guy type person who's going to come after you. I just would like to know, you know, it, it'd be nice if more people were like that, but it is what it is. Yeah. I just went off I mean, on a rant there. To, but. No, I, I get it. Yeah. Um, but I think it's hard to, you know, hard to, hard to say that kind of thing. Cause yeah. Yeah, like you said, you're afraid of, like, hurting the person's feelings or anything like that. Or yeah. it's not always just that, but it's, like, maybe you don't know them that well, so you don't feel like you owe them, you know, whatever. Um, yeah, and that, that's fair, too. I, and I'm, I'm not mad at these girls for that, you know. Yeah. I, I'm not, and I'm, like, I'm okay. I haven't thought about that until just now just because it came up in, you know, organic yeah. conversation. But um, I understand that it, it's just that's the type of person that I am. To where mm -hmm. I, I've tried really hard to be someone that you can just be truthful to. You can just be, you can be completely honest and know that I'm not going to retaliate. You know, I'm not going to go crazy on you. Yeah. But I get it, like you're saying. If it's someone that you just met and only went on one date, you don't know how they're going to, especially, I mean, I, you're, you're, you're a female. I've never gone on a date with a male. <laughs> but, you know, I, I'm guessing there are guys out there who are kind of uh, a little, they wouldn't take that well. Am I right? Have you ever been in that situation? Well, like what take like rejection or yeah take yeah rejection well, ghosting I had this one guy that i dated i did like the tender thing for a while yeah actually kendra has recently told me multiple times that she wants me to start dating for her own entertainment <laughs> okay <laughs> sure sure yeah because uh, i would go on really interesting dates oh okay gotcha um, so she needs some stories in her life yeah but. and what we would do we had this thing that we did when we would go on dates where you know if I went on a date with somebody. I would text her emojis of how the date was going. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah and I see so, the and then she would text me back what she thought the emojis meant. And so it was like a quick thing because, you know, I wouldn't want to be like texting somebody while I'm going on a date. Yeah, so right. I'd like, you know, they'd go up and go to the bathroom and I'd send a series of emojis of how I was feeling. Uh, a little while later, I'd send her another series of emojis because, you know, those can change throughout yeah. the night. Like, you, of course. They open the door and they're like smoking hot and then. You're like, ooh, wow, fire, whatever. And then like <laughs> an hour later, you're like, you know, sleeping faces or something. Right. You yeah. know, boring whatever. Yeah. yeah. It's boring. Yeah. Right. Um, or you're like, mm, I don't know. Reconsidering. Yeah. Thinking faces. <laughs> so I would send her those and then I'd come home with like a story. Yeah. And so she would really enjoy that. And I went on this date with this one guy who was, I was... I was like 20, I might have been 20, 22 or 23. Uh, and I went on this date with this guy and he was 33. Okay. Yeah. 
Um, and we had gone on three dates. We went to like the this one bar that had like fun things because I told him I was vegetarian, so he brought me to get me vegan wings. They were disgusting. Uh, and Easy I like try. tried to pretend that I was enjoying them, but he could tell I wasn't. So he got me like a new set of wings with like different sauce, and they were still gross. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, and well, then vegan isn't vegetarian, but whatever. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, it was it was gross and weird texture, and mm. I don't know. Um, we like played some pool. We okay. like went on another date, another day. I don't even remember the other things that we did. I only really remember that. Uh-huh. Um, but then we went on three dates. Again, this is a tender person, uh, and we we didn't even like really do anything. We just like hung out, you know. Yeah. And then I was like, I'm not really feeling it with this guy. But then I was like, I don't know. How do I end it with him? Because we're only dating. We're not like boyfriend, girlfriend. Right. So I was like, I don't. And, and it's tender too, which I feel like changes things. So I was like, I don't know. Like part of me wanted to go and like do this in person. But then I was like, no, that seems like too much because. It kind of hasn't been earned by this point. It's a or, tender date. Like yeah. it's, we went on like three tender dates. Uh, and so I was like, well, I guess I could call him like i was i was thinking about texting him and kendra was like a text is fine but i was like i don't know i feel like i should call him so i called him because i was like that's kind of in between like i'm not seeing him because i feel like at this point it would even be embarrassing to break up with him in person since we're not really a couple right like i'm just like i don't want to date you anymore i think a phone call is yeah um, yeah so i called him because i wanted to be at least a little respectful and he did not take it well oh no (laughs) um and not not in a like he blew up way, but I like started to I was like I I'm just not feeling it. Like I just don't I don't feel the feelings that I should feel at this point. I don't think we you know I, I really want to continue dating. And he just said in this like super offended voice, you know something along the kind of lines of like okay fine like you know bye hung up on me. <laughs> I was like okay <laughs> whatever oh, sorry. Oh man, poor fella. Um. And, you know, this is like a grown-ass man, too. Oh, right. He was 33. Yes, right? yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and She's four years older than I am. Yeah, go forward to about a month later. I'm nannying these children. I bring them to this playground, and he's there. <laughs> With his wife and kid, right? No. Please. Oh, oh gosh, no. Terrible. I mean, maybe. <laughs> but well, he's with some kids. I'm assuming, I think it's like his whole family is there. Okay. And so he's like with his nephews and oh, nieces okay. or whatever. But he's like, he's there. And I see him, and I'm like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> and there are two playgrounds. There's like the baby playground, the big kid playground. I have like little people, but I'm like, kids, we're going to the big kid playground. And I also yeah. parked at a place where I had to walk past him, like directly past him to get to the playground, the other playground, or I had to walk all the way around the oh. playground. I think I made that situation really awkward. I really should have just been like, hi, and like walked past. Yeah, but the yeah. way that he ended it made me feel so uncomfortable oh, right. that I was like, so awkward. Don't look. Pretend you don't see him. Oh, look at the clouds. Here, kids. Come on. Let's walk. And wow, I'm really concentrating on that playground over there. We got to walk. <laughs> <laughs> so awkward. And, and, and uh, he saw you? Oh, yes, absolutely. We, I drove up and I parked. I put it in park and I looked up and we were looking directly into oh, each other's eyes. God. And I was like... Well, now I can't like reverse and move to another spot because we were like we registered right. that it was each other. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, that was awkward. Did you guys have a conversation or like? A, no. Oh my words? gosh, I think I made it so awkward by like yeah. 
like determinedly pretending that I didn't see him so, <laughs> when obviously we had seen each right, other. Yeah. So so would do you feel like it, you would have handled it differently if he had if he had handled the breakup? You know, breakup. Yes, for lack I of think a, I would have waved at him. I might have even gone up to him and been like, "Oh right. hi." Could have been a little I more at cordial. least would have like walked past him. I might have even gone like around the playground rather than like directly past him because he was literally between me and the other playground. Oh man. Oh, it's so awkward. Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but I've had like multiple Tinder dates take it really badly, even just on the first date. Really? I've just yeah, they just don't take it well. And then I had one, I had one guy that I went on a date with, uh-huh. and he was the first guy that I like actually kind of vibed with. And uh, we went back to the apartment, and Kendra was there. Somebody else was there. I don't remember who the other person was, but it was like me, Kendra, one of our friends. And this guy, and we all, like, watched a movie. Also don't remember what that movie was, but we were, like, obviously vibing. We, like, had a good time. We left. I brought him down down, down the, uh, the stairs. We were on the third floor. I brought him down the stairs, walked him, you know, close to his car, and then he leaned in for a kiss, and the kiss was literally his mouth tight shut against my mouth that I was forcing shut because he was pressing his face so hard against my face that my lips were trying to part like he was going to be kissing my teeth. And so I was like pressing my lips together to keep him from kissing my teeth. And he was like leaning into me. So I'm like in this awkward crouch, like pterodactyl pose (laughs) where like my back is bent backwards. And I'm like pushing my head forward to keep myself from like snapping in two. (laughs) And I, and I come upstairs. Kendra's all, like, giving me, like, this is great, you know, <laughs> yeah, things right. throughout the night. And I come back upstairs, and she's, like, and then she sees my face, and she's, like, oh, no. Oh, uh, you basically, your face was an emoji right there. Yeah, it my face was just, story. like, yep, nope, never seeing him again. She was, like, what the heck happened? Oh, <laughs> Because man. we, like, you know, we were really getting along. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, no, the, the kiss can make it sometimes. Yeah, definitely. Know. Yeah. A bad kisser. I've there was no like movement, like right. no kissing. It was literally just smashing our faces together, <laughs> and I'm just trying not to like break my back and yeah. trying to keep him from like kissing my teeth. It was I, yeah. I was, feel like that's how like the cavemen first kissed when they like they they're instinctually kissed each other, but they didn't realize what they were doing. Yeah, yeah, just smashing yeah. faces. Yeah, that was really interesting. Hey, Dalton here. This is actually going to go ahead and conclude part one of Anna Lee Spencer's episode with me. We're going to have part two coming out here in the next couple of weeks. Anna and I actually sat down this night and talked for about four hours. So I'm not going to do that to you. I'm not going to release a four-hour episode and expect anybody to sit there and listen to it unless they truly just care that much about me or Anna, Um, which, you know, hopefully there are people out there like that. But regardless, that was part one. Part two will come out in the next few weeks, so be on the lookout for that. Hopefully you enjoyed this part and are looking forward to the next one. Okay, thanks everybody. Uh, As always, I'm Dalton Roadhouse Titshaw. This podcast has been a matter of perception. If you have any questions, comments, concerns for me, please let me know. Send me an email, daltontitshaw at gmail.com. I'd love to hear what you have to say, or you can find me on Facebook at Dalton Roadhouse Titshaw. I'm also on there a lot as well. Thank you so much and have a good rest of your day slash evening slash night.